Welcome back. Hey, everyone. Back with another controversial conversation today. Oh, joy. I can't wait. (laughs) Well, again, we've been having a lot of fun doing these podcasts, so I figured this one might, as Heidi gets gum out, might. um, I had my microphone muted, so it was quiet over here, but you had to say something. Yeah, I I thought people could still hear it. No? I don't think so. No. Well, Maybe you did. did. Now you know. It was now me crinkling. Know. I'm that obnoxious person in the movie theater, and you're like, "Really? We had 20 minutes. We had 20 minutes of previews, and you couldn't open up your oh bag of licorice." Come on now. Oh my gosh, the person that yeah decides to get into the skittles and the cellophane like right yeah at the quiet part. Yeah, you're that person. No, I'm not. No, you're not. <laughs> you were right. All right. Anyway, nobody can be that person because nobody can go to a movie. No, this one was a little bit more serious, and I think I kind of. We might have talked about this in our last podcast that we did. I don't really remember. It seems like everything blur has blurred together. This week has been weird. I feel like this week been has been really very weird. weird. It did not go how I thought it was. Well, you're usually not not feeling good. So when you're not feeling good and down, it just seems like everything kind That's of true. seems upside down. I think because I never get sick. Yeah, and you got like, sick on whatever day. I that still was. don't feel great. What m- Monday, Tuesday? Yeah, it was like Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. You were, I looked at you on that night and I was like, oh my goodness, you look like white as a ghost. I, you know, I mean, I do not go to a doctor for like any reason whatsoever. And if I would have woken up Thursday feeling like I did Wednesday, I think I would have had you take me to the hospital. Yeah, I was like, like, do you want me to take you to the doctor? Yeah, I don't know if I've ever felt that bad. You did not look good. Yeah, I feel good. Well, I've been kind of disturbed. And like I said, I think I we might have talked about it in the other podcast. We mentioned that the other video of George Floyd of the yeah. officer body camera came out. The complete video. The complete or video. Whatever, yeah. Which is Chauvin's, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, uh, body camera that he was wearing. Okay. <clears throat> You sent it to me, and you said that you were in tears watching it. I I bought like and I thought it was. The, I haven't been of, able to pull myself. To and that's watch what I kind of want to explain because the problem is, is I saw that Ben Shapiro picked this up right, and that's kind of what, um, like. And to be fair, I have not Ben Shapiro analyzed this video. Okay. I have not watched Ben Shapiro's analysis of this. Okay. So. This is like my you ignorance. saw that he picked it up, but you haven't watched what all he correct. Said. Okay. I saw it right before we started that he picked this up, and this just kind of led me into this because I've seen other news outlets pick this up, and they go, "See, the officer did absolutely nothing wrong." Okay. And when I first saw that, I was just like, "How? How can you watch that and say that? Like that, he, that like, nothing wrong happened? I, like I gotcha. don't get." How you get there, your thinking automatically watches that video and gets to the fact that the officer was justified. In what he did. In what he did. Okay. Like that, I'm like, how, how do we get to that point? You know, but anyway, I, I saw that Ben Shapiro analyzed this. So this is my ignorant assumption. Of where Of ben where I, I believe that he's going. And it's funny because Ben Shapiro is like the, is like an American evangelical, like, like that's just the direction. Anything that he says about the country or anything like that is the direction that this American Christian will go and go see and and present it. So I, I think he's more of like a larger influence than people really understand on this whole country. Yeah. Because he's been kind of a voice for the middle but right side, you know, and, yeah. and he's very intelligent. He's very well-spoken. Um, I'm not a personal fan of him at all. I think, I, I mean, just listening to him, like, talk about theology and the Bible and stuff like that, I'm like, dude, you are like you do the same exact thing with scripture that you do in your, you know, when you're speaking about, you know, politics, yet people don't understand that. 
Like yeah. they they don't understand of what he's doing. And 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 don't get me wrong. More more times than not, I completely agree with Ben Shapiro, right? Because he's he you know I I mean a lot of what he says about abortion and and he says a lot of things that I agree. But I with. feel like people, especially in the Christian circles, I mean people. And it's, I mean, like his conversation with John MacArthur, because I mean, he's not Christian, he's Jewish, you Correct. know? And so his conversation with John MacArthur, like, I love that. That was so good. You know what I mean? So there are so many great things, but it's funny because I feel like you're right. Most Christians just love Shapiro. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, and, it, it's but, like a, there's some totally and he's other like side, a but. guiding light for the yeah. Republican Party for yes. the right, you know, in yes. this country. So I saw, and, and I, again, I'm ignorant right now. So if y'all, I mean probably going to comment and say, yeah, you're ignorant idiot. Cause you said that, yeah, I didn't. And, but I'm assuming that he's going in this direction that is defending the officer's actions. And okay. I'll watch it afterwards. I just decided we were already podcasting like right at the time that I saw this. So I'll watch it later. And if I have to do some sort of correction on it, I will, but I, I highly doubt that I will. Um, I, I, I know that he probably will, you know, did some fair analysis probably of it. Um, but for, but anyway, what the whole thing that's peeving me about it and the whole thing that's really upsetting me is I've seen reaction on social media to this, like you said, about just see, and I'm like, I, how do we get there? Yeah. Because how have we lost that sanctity of life? Like, that man was in trouble. I agree. You know, he, he, he possibly, I mean, committed to criminal actions, you know, in this whole, you know, whatever the thing with why they were there in the first place. Yeah. And then they got to the car and, you know, whatever else happened. So, you know, I get it. <clears throat> but how we have lost, I mean, the dude literally begs for his life on camera. You can tell he's terrified. Yeah. And he's not not being cooperative, but he's pleading. So it's like, he's just like, please, no, please don't, you know, this whole time. And however you feel about it, whether you think, you know, this is justified or not justified, I don't really want to get into that discussion. But the discussion that I have is the fact that, that everybody is saying now that, oh, see, because he had fentanyl in his system mm -hmm. and because he was already complaining of chest pains way before the officer put his, his knee on his neck you know, that he died of, of heart failure. And that was what the autopsies or, you know, whatever it was, it was some heart issue that he, that was his cause of death. And it was because that he was all high on drugs and everything else. It's like, no, are we really believing that narrative? Yeah. Are we really believing that? Because we all watch he's gasping for air i mean there's been plenty of doctors that in and non even liberal doctors that have that have analyzed this video and have explained the fact that this guy is dying in lack of oxygen and yes where's our common sense where where is it left that <laughs> i'd like you know what? Let me go put half of these people on the ground and step on their chest and step on their neck like that and yeah. think that they can. Yeah, you will freak out. You will start to lose oxygen even quicker because you're panicking. Sure. And rightfully so. And it will knock you unconscious. And then guess what? With, when you're unconscious and your airflow is restricted when you're unconscious, that's when you die. This is like a thing that most of the UFC fighters have been talking about, too. They're like, guess what? You do that, you kill people. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, have we really lost the, like, okay, he was, there was no doubt about it. He had fentanyl in his system. He had methamphetamine in his system. There's no doubt about it that he was in some sort of, of trouble. But then that's, the, that's the point. It's just like, nobody does that stuff. That's okay. Yeah. And that's the problem. But that doesn't mean that he has any less of a right to life no. because he's made poor decisions, right? And, and he did not do one thing that should have cost him his life. 
I'm not saying that he didn't do anything wrong, but he didn't do anything that should have cost him his life. And that was just cold-blooded filth. What I saw, and to defend that action is absolutely disgusting to me. Uh, somebody from my family today or, or a few days ago posted this thing going around saying, hmm, interesting. And it was the, st it was the body camera showing that he was clearly not in a, a completely clear mental state, but he wasn't a space cadet either. Yeah. I mean, he was literally crying he knew that he was in trouble like i mean that's just at the point that you know and especially for somebody like that how how hard it is who they are in trouble they are making selfish horrible decisions but they're self-medicating for something there's something wrong with them there's been some sort of of something that they didn't some love that they didn't get along the line that they needed to get and when we kill somebody we never give them that opportunity to receive that love and we we can't defend that like i i just i, I don't understand and this is again this is what brought me into ministry to begin with yep. was this whole national attitude of saying well see but but then you refuse you refuse to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and be understanding and being loving and being caring. It's, it's disgusting. How is, the, how is not the heart of man becoming more and more cold as, we, uh, as, as the time ticks by? I mean, the seconds tick by. I mean, it's just unreal. I, you know, certainly, and I said this from the beginning, Race had nothing to do with what happened to this man. Now, that's what the nation has taken it and blown it out of proportion and done. I don't agree with that because race had nothing to do with it. This wasn't about some, you know, he didn't wake up and want to go take out a black guy that day. I don't believe that. That wasn't the narrative. But the prop, the narrative is, is it was a lower than human human it is the view. You view that as a piece of trash, somebody that didn't deserve to live to begin with because they were a lawbreaker. Well, guess what? You were a lawbreaker too. You standing on your own, your own righteousness yep. damns you just as much as what he did. And how people don't see that really ticks me off. Like, I, I just needed somewhere. Thank God I have a platform to rant about it. Because this is something that I, you know, this is something that well, I'm Well, how are you up. so different, right? And that's the point right. that nobody wants to stop. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about that whole get the plank out of your eye before you go pick out someone's spec, right? Hold on a second. How are we any different? And some of these people that are saying these things, I know y'all. And I know that you've done things equally as bad, if not worse, as long as, you know, as I, as, as he did. Because we all have. That's the point. And even if you haven't, you still have. MacArthur's quote, I love that. Righteousness damns as much as unrighteousness. Yep. But how I, I, we, we just have to see this in this country, especially as believers and believers getting into it. We have to see this. The sanctity of life has to be consistent. I, this was something that I was thinking that, that um, we were talking about last night. Um, that, that, you know, not understanding the sanctity of life, you know, for people that are pro-abortion and different yeah. things like that, right? Well, they, these... This was a, a podcast was sent that was a secular podcast by any, but it was talking about abortion and they, you know, of course it was a, all this is from a worldly point of view, but there was one thing that they were talking about that really hit me and it wasn't like they were going and attacking religious people. It wasn't that that's not what this was about. It wasn't like they were, it was, a, it came in a general flow conversation where there was no attack which is very interesting to see what the world thinks of Christianity or what people that don't know true, you know, yeah. true Christian, what yeah. they think of it. 
But it was it, it wasn't in a malicious way or anything. But they were talking about how. Granted, they said some malicious things, but th- this they were talking about how if the sanctity of life has to be consistent, where we'll feel this way about abortion, but yet we won't feel about this way about this piece of trash on the street that just deserved to die and he just deserved what he got. Yep. Like what? What is wrong with you? Yep. Like what? Like my point is not the fact that he's not a criminal and he didn't. You know, he, th- that's not my point. That's that's the first defense that comes up, and well, you just want to allow a society liberal, you know? It's like no, that's that's nope, whew, couldn't be further, like, <laughs> you know? Like I, but we do. God. We want to scream sanctity of life mm. for the unborn, which rightfully so should be a- happening. Hundred percent. We're 100%. not denying that, and they have no defense. Exactly. So, so I, I, speak I mean, up. But, but yet we turn around in the in the next breath and go. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're just going to be peace trash, I mean, you're just going to die. How do you say that? How? Did G- I mean, Jesus never condemned people. Like, I, 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 he will. Please, people will take that out of context, <laughs> that statement. You said. You said. No, I didn't. But until he comes again, guess what? We're in an age of grace right now. And everybody has this opportunity. And when we take one, we got to get rid of this idea that, well, God wanted him out of this this world anyway. Mm-hmm. So you just took out free will from this whole argument for what you just said. You don't think that we have a choice to kill somebody and to not kill somebody, and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's God's will? Of course God this is going to end up in a deeper, deeper conversation, but people that have listened to my podcast and and know me know what I'm saying there. I'm not, I don't want to go off on that trail and have to, to talk about that here because that's not my point. Okay. But yes, nothing happens outside of the Lord's will. The Lord is all knowing and completely 100% sovereign. There's no doubt about it. But for, us to have this belief that we can't commit evil actions. That's what we are. We're murderers. <laughs> like what we end people's lives. And that's what God's so upset about. You know, like, I mean, this has happened since the beginning. And this has, this, this is an extremely Calvinistic argument that I don't agree with. I know I have lots of friends that, that, that do and are on this side of it and everything, but I, I personally don't. But it's a big argument, you know, with this, you, you know, that government carries the sword. They have the right to end life no matter what with the sword. And it's like, I, I don't necessarily agree with that 100%. I think that we have a more so of a duty for these people. Like I said, nobody that does this stuff does it because they're feeling good and because there's nothing wrong. Oh, yeah. If you're going and searching through any form of substance, be it drug, alcohol, um, even, I mean, literally anything that you are searching to fill that void is because there's something wrong. There's a heart issue that isn't being dealt with and you're filling it through whatever type of pleasure you're, you're seeking and falling into, right? Like, no, you don't go to, you know, no meth addict is doing that just because it's a good time and they're just having a great life and you know what I mean? And, like that's not our, why that our happens. blindness to see the <clears throat> reality of the unfairness of the system. Yeah. Just gets me because there is injustice everywhere. It's not fair for a lot of people. There is, there is problems in communities of color that you have got. And I'm, I mean, by no means a liberal. But there is problems in communities of color and there's a system that they keep going that needs to be fixed and they need help. Yeah. And they have been unfairly targeted. Absolutely. In many, many, many ways by, yes, law enforcement included. And to say that that doesn't exist is ignorance. Yeah. You know what's starting to come out now? And this is huge. This was a huge story. These. And, and of course, 
this is going to be, well, this is fake news. Of course, this is an attack on Trump and, and you know, police and everything else. Yeah. No, they're finding these huge, mine, like, like white supremacist gang activities involved in this fraternal, you know, um, most of it's like sheriff's departments, but police departments and yeah. different things like that. All around the United States, the FBI has just opened an investigation on it. Tattoos and everything. They have ink parties. Like the whole, you know, those whole things that all that that conspiracy stuff that you're like, that stuff doesn't exist. And if it does, it's not very much. You that's know, funny because there's a nationwide outbreak there's, there's of these a lot. things. There's a lot, and I am, I am, I fully respect law enforcement. I love law enforcement. I've said many, many times, we have law enforcement that is in our church, and I respect. Well, and in, in, you come from a very a law big, enforcement family, yeah. So I, 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 we agree with the need. I agree with the 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 toughness of their job, and I understand the side that nobody else sees. I understand the stuff that tortures them and hurts them and, and just tears them down and, and the stuff that they have to deal with. But at the same time, I understand the problem of what a lot widely of what the attitude and what unfairly, and, the, and they're part of the system too. They're part of this system. So this system is unfair to them because they're not trained. The pro- they're not paid well enough. The process isn't done well. They're not picked well enough. Like, what if we picked cops as much as we, you know, got our our doctors out there or our our airline pilots or our different, you know, things like this? It's not that, you know, what if we had that type of that type of expectation? You know, it's you, you have a life in your hand. You have an extra dangerous job and that's why you have a weapon where it's it's whether we want to talk about lethal or non-lethals that's not a a, a conversation here either but in a fixed you know which we're not going to have this i mean the the end of the day obviously a fixed system will never work and that's but that's why in our what my point is is just for us christians and believers what our identification of this reality has to be. We have to see that, yes, there is a problem with the system. And if we were going to get real about fixing it, these are the things that we'd have to look into and that we would have to do. And you have to become honest with because the way that, that it's done now and the way that like the video that came out, that's just, that's disgusting. And that's wrong on so many different levels. And then to defend it, it's just, it just baffles me. And, I am, like I said, thank God I have a little bit of platform because I wanted to rant on this, but I didn't, I didn't want to take it to social media, you know, like, because nothing good ever comes from that. Because nothing good ever comes from (laughs) that. And I should expect nothing good comes really from a podcast and this type of thing either. But I wouldn't really care because if you don't see the fact that we need to stay consistent and the love of Christ and you don't, you don't see that with this situation, then. There's something that you have a serious heart problem, a serious, serious heart problem. I mean, you know, being there's, you know, it's just, I agree. I would agree with the same thing of how there's, you know, many violent mental people that are out there that do evil and disgusting things, even to law enforcement officers. I've seen it. I've seen that happen too. And that's the, that's the result of a sick and evil world. And I don't, I, I feel the same way about that. There's something wrong with that. And there needs to be fixed about that. And that's on the same playing field here. A lot of times, this is just about assist, assistance and how the system works. You know, these people, it's, they they are they're stuck they're literally they grow up criminals and that's all they know up that's all they know how and they they just just keep going in a roundabout system and there's almost no way to fix this somebody said you know how difficult getting that bank account is you know how difficult getting these different things are once you've done that it's so frustrating and they don't even have the general skills and the knowledge how to do it that they just go and revert back to whatever they were doing because it's easier yeah but if you had somebody that picked you up and said, hey, come here, let me help you. 
you know, and I'm going to go ahead and let you be an idiot and, and let you screw up, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep you accountable and I'm going to help you and, and help you be a better person. Okay, that would, that would take a lot of money, a lot of responsibility, but that's something that we clearly need to have in this country. Otherwise, we're going to keep having things like this happen. And it's not every day that it's recorded and filmed and, and you know, it's not necessarily every day that it ends in the loss of a life of a person like that, but all day, every day, there the, the broken system affects and, and, and literally sends people just to death. And it's, it's something that we need to see as believers and, and just have a heart with, I guess, is just yeah. my point. It's just like, have a have a heart and just be like, what's wrong with you? Are you that entitled to your American ideal and, and opinion and your old crusty, you know, <laughs> you know where I wanted to go I with know, that. I know, that's why I'm giggling. <laughs> I, I didn't, but I... But why can't, right, and that's the whole point that, again, we go back to this biblical understanding of why can't, would you want that grace extended to you? And I know that might be hard for some of us to wrap our mind around, right? But imagine that you are at the bottom of the barrel. You have just fallen down, even if it's your own fault that you fell down it, right? But you've just fallen down a ridiculous path. You have destroyed your life and everyone around you, you know, whatever. And now you are in a horrible situation and you have created this, you know, pretty much of your own doing. Okay. Like we, we can say that that happened. All right. Well, would you want that grace extended to you? Right. Mm -hmm. Would you want someone to step in and say, Hey, I know you're struggling. Let me help you out. I, I know that, you know, it's it's not my job to be your nanny and, you know, come in and do these things, but you're clearly having a hard time. Well, but I think it is. Let if, me extend I, that grace I, to you. Yeah, I, I think that it is. I mean, we, uh, if it's not the government, then it's the churches and we yeah. have to do something. But look how quick in the church we are to jump and say, I mean, it's that same idea that goes back, well, I can't give this money to that homeless man. He might buy drugs. Okay, well, can you stop and pray with him, talk with him, give him a meal, bring him to your house, cook him something to eat, let him get a shower? You know what I mean? Like, that is just so far Yeah, but so saying that you even pray with a homeless man and say, hey, look, I'll give you this, but you have to say a prayer. I'm going to say a prayer. Say, pray with me. You know, it's like, Do you know, I always ask homeless people if I can pray with them before doing anything. Sure. You know, because I was like, they to, say no, fine. No, but you know what's funny is I've never had anybody tell me no. Right. Because you stop and you ask questions. Hey, what's your name? How are you doing? Right. Why, you know, how'd you, you know, whatever. You just talk with them a little bit because, you know, heaven forbid you talk with them like any other normal human being you would talk to. And then to say, hey, do you mind if I pray with you? I've never had one person say no. Yeah. I'm not saying that there isn't anybody out there that would say oh, no. Oh, sure. I'm sure there's people who get angry and just general. be like, no, thanks. But be like, all right, well, God bless you anyway. Yeah. This is, it was him that gave I'm this. I'm still going to so keep praying. I'm still so. going to give this and I'm still going <laughs> to. But, um, you know, I mean, that, that, I, that's so foreign to us. That, that idea is just, like you said, it's just completely out of line. One thing that I could, that I just wish people could see too, as I saw, I don't know his name. He's got a YouTube channel and I'm sure some of you listening might know who he is, but he's a real white right wing type guy he's a black guy but he's always wears this black hat that's got 1776 on it and you know he's like this huge just like you know patriot type Mm -hmm. news well he's very well spoken very intelligent you know and he does just like right-wing political stuff and he broke this video down the and George I, Floyd video? The George Floyd okay. video. So I watched it. And I was just disgusted the whole time. So like in defense of what happened? Yes. Okay. Because it was this narrative that was 
C, he was clearly on drugs. He was clearly a criminal. He brought up things from three years ago that were just known about Floyd recently. Um, Like, that would have been in the officer's mind. Clearly. Like, that should influence his decision. And, you know, just that, that... that whole time and and basically his whole point was see this narrative is bs okay there might have been a problem or two you know maybe he could have been a little nicer but i don't see what the problem was and see and then he pulled up the autopsy report and all the details about how it was because of cardiac or it was not because of his airway being you know clearly the, the official autopsy and this is the narrative now that everybody will, you know, everybody's sharing this video and going, see, 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 see. And this just just how this stuff gets so political, you know, pol- politicized. And we as Christians lose the, the true, you know, lose our, our, our way in that. It's like our GPS stops working, you know, once we buy into this stuff. We completely lose our moral compass. We don't even... We, we are able to go see and we should like that's terrifying because I, I don't know that George Floyd knew the Lord. It, it seems it appeared that he did, but um, from from, you know, different sources. But, you know, that is, that's just rough to think about, you know, and I think that should that should be in our head. So I, I hate. I don't know. I, I just, I, I understand that it's definitely not this narrative that police officers are out to go and get black people everywhere. And this is, you know. Sure, they're just going no. around to yeah, kill absolutely all they can. Not. And... Absolutely not. That's ridiculous. You know, just like anything else, right? I mean, everything's blown out of proportion nowadays. But that's everything. But that still does not mean that there's problems and lots of them. And if we're a Christian, it does require to think in a different scope and operate as citizens of heaven. Even though we're in this world, we operate as citizens of heaven consistently. Never citizens of this world. I don't care what the law says in this way. It's what God's law says. What does the Lord say? This is where we follow God, not man, and we don't get lost in what man says and arguments and things like this. And and nowhere in Scripture can you justify any of that. So, I don't know. That that's just frustrating. Do you have anything to say? I've talked this whole podcast. I mean, it is your podcast. It so. is, but usually you talk. <laughs> usually we no, talk. No, I mean, I don't. I don't know what else there is to add to this. You know what I mean? Because it just, it's hard. I know we've talked about this before, but social media really sucks in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. But it also is kind of neat because it gives you quite the. Uh, the the scope into the heart of man yeah. right that we normally don't get to see yep. so now all of a sudden i can see that your true heart honestly what you really do feel about this topic or that topic or whatever is uh pretty far from the lord you know what i mean like it always ends in anger yeah if you confront anybody or ask them about it it always ends in anger but getting to see this where people that i mean i'm talking family members friends whatever but you know people and and stuff that i really love and have admired my whole life and then you just see these things and it's like wow you really believe that like that that really is what you believe and you take as as truth or whatever you know what i mean like whatever whatever the case may be and to just see that in people is this a re- realization of adulthood or is this i get yeah that's where it's like know. i kind of wonder sometimes i'm like is it just really <laughs> it's 
like this for everybody or like you like know are we gonna like, listen to this podcast in like 30 years and feel stupid we're like oh gosh. see how young and stupid we were but i feel or like is it but then i kind of feel like not because never in any point of history has mankind overall had the ability to just word vomit every yeah, that's thought true. out that to is the true. world that is 100 where true. now we have we didn't that. truly know people and like this before no and that's like the point of me before like okay maybe it's just in my family which you're probably gonna laugh when i say this because you'll know exactly who i'm talking about but like most people <laughs> have that member that family member i don't know probably like an uncle or You've a grandpa all I, of them all of them my family is kind of insane but um but it would be one thing, I feel like, and we're young. We're not even that old. We're in our mid-30s. So it would be like one thing when we were kids, like you'd have big family get-togethers, and there was always like that one uncle who always drank too much and like spouted all kinds of crazy nonsense, and you're like, eh, ignore him. He's crazy, you know, type of a thing. But yeah. it's like now because of the everybody widespreadness of uncle. social media, everybody's that one crazy uncle I've that you're just like – yeah, but you're just like, oh my gosh. But then people, oh, I just shared it. It's just a face. Like we downgrade it. Like yeah. it's just a Facebook post. It's like, no. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, no, you but it's like, it was, no, no, no. You thought that. And even if you found it funny, and that's the point too. Like, why do you think we're going to have to give an account to God for every idle word mm-hmm. we've spoken? How do your Facebook posts not fall into that? Yeah, they I, do. I, I really don't. You know, and like I was talking with my brother the other day, and I'm like, how do you know? That when you have to stand before the Lord, as we all will one day, that he's not going to pull up your Facebook feed or your Instagram or whatever the heck it Can is. You, imagine? you know what I mean? But if he's, I'm not saying obviously that I have a scripture I can point to that says God's going to pull up your Facebook on like a giant screen next no, to him and you go through it. He judges your heart. He judges and, your and heart. And, comes out and if he's going to, again. What comes, what comes out of your fingertips onto your phone, to your Facebook page. It's, it's it a signal of, of what's in your heart, right? And again, yeah. if we have to give an account for every idle word ever spoken, I mean, yeah, you typed it instead of spoke, but it's the same idea. We get that. It still is a message coming from you, which comes from your heart in some way, even if you don't realize it. Which and if so, you pulled up my old Facebook hole. Right? Oh, like I have a lot that I, I am ashamed am for that I have like had I, to repent yeah. of. And we all do. And so when you stop and you think about that and you're like, okay, why am I sharing this? Well, it's just funny. It's not a big deal. Well, why do you find that funny? Would God find that funny? Would Jesus laugh at that meme if he saw it? Right? Well, I mean, I don't know about that. Okay, then why are you? Yeah, then why are you? That's what, you know, that was one of the things that I I told my But I feel like we downgrade stuff shared on social media you know what i mean like we and we will we downgrade anything that doesn't directly affect us like the same thing like you said we look at this like george floyd thing and we go well i mean we don't know we weren't there maybe he deserved it blah 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 whatever and it's like okay but you don't want to have that same conversation you you, do you believe any baby deserves to be aborted yeah absolutely not Okay. Uh, and I understand there's a lot, there's a at lot. What point in here. did his life not stop mattering? Yeah. So, <laughs> so at what, what point? point did he stop being okay, created so in God's image? If that life starts at conception, then what point does life become acceptable to go ahead? And well, and George Floyd was created in the image of the Lord, say. just like all the baby, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, I, yeah, it's difficult and people make bad choices and I get it. But at what point did he stop deserving the, the message of the gospel? Right. To come to, you know what I mean? Like at what point do you say, but at the same time, it's because it didn't affect you. So let's flip that around. So if it was your, your brother, your husband, your child, whatever, would you still be like, up, served him right? Is that how you would feel? Yeah, exactly. Or if it were your child, would you say, you guys, I know he's making bad decisions and he has to own up for that, but I want to share the love of Christ with him. Even if I have to share it 500 billion times I'm going to keep sharing, praying that one of these times the Lord will open his heart and it will stick, right? If it was your child, your husband, your brother, your father, your whoever, right? Would you still be like, well, I wasn't there. Don't know what happened. Sucks to be you. Should have made better choices. Shouldn't have put yourself in that position. Right. Right. Like we'd be happy to scream that. 
but here we don't. It's the same thing like the stuff that we share on social media and these idle words that come out of our heart and into these posts and things. Well, it was just funny. Okay, well, it wouldn't be funny if it was you right there. It wouldn't be funny if it was someone that you loved and cared about right there. But because it's a person, because we've been so, and I really think this is all part of the enemy's plan, because the more and more that we are pulled away from human contact, you know, which social media has only done more and more, you lose this compassion Mm -hmm. and this understanding, right? So you can look at these things that are horrible tragedies, but you see you're, you're like, so we're so desensitized to stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I can scroll through my Facebook feed and see Easily in a few minutes, missing children, people died, missing animals, abuses, you know, all this stuff. And you become desensitized to it. I mean, even now. Well, and you know, that's an interesting thing you brought up because we create cultures that way too. Things that maybe even hadn't existed as much as we actually bring light and attention to them, thus making the issue larger. Yeah. In a problem more widespread, I, I'm not even going to say the issue that I've been seeing about this recently because I understand the issue at heart is, is, is a serious issue, and I agree with it should be done, you know, spoken against and everything, but the way that everybody is doing it and the things that they're saying and some of the, the propaganda that they're buying into, I, I noticed today, I was like, they're literally building this. Yeah. This is how it becomes accepted. This is how it becomes every. It's you bring it to light, you drag it to light, right? Yep. And then you get the crazy misconceptions, the things that, or the little, you know, the little details that they that, that Satan and or they can take. Um, not not the good side, right, guys? So so calm down, Republicans. <laughs> um, um, you know, so Satan can take right and, and and completely say no, that's not how it is. It's like this. See, we have to accept it. Yep. But bringing light and attention and all of this stuff to it actually makes the problem bigger, and that's what I've tried to explain to so many people. It's just like, guys, stay away from this conspiracy don't do that don't build this don't build this culture i mean here we are talking on the pocket and we talk about this stuff because i'm honestly forced to you know i mean it's it's that's we get so christians we get so involved in the world around us and involved in these arguments and we shouldn't like we are not looking at the at the end goal here correctly but yeah not yeah I mean, continue on because I was just, my point was, yeah, I mean, social media has just created these monsters. Well, and I don't think we see it. We don't see that there is anything wrong or that there is anything bad that's, you know, been created. I really think that we have become very blinded in Mm -hmm. in many different ways to the fact that there is an issue. There, There is something worth stopping and being like, whoa, 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 what are we doing? Sure. You know, this doesn't, you know, we, I don't know. And I think because we've become, we've already seen so many issues and problems with how segregated we've really become you know what i mean because everything mm-hmm. is online and look at us i mean we're part of this too i mean but because we've had to do that but now you look at this whole thing with the you know the unleashing of coronavirus and shutting everything down and just separating everybody even more most people mm-hmm. and again i think all of this is such a mass you, you can see where satan has worked throughout recent decades, well, always, but especially in recent decades, to start breaking things down. Yeah. Um, we're, Travis and I, our son, we're reading this book about, it's a fictional book, but it's about spiritual warfare, and it shows the heavenly realms and the demonic realms, you know, fighting these battles through the world. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was so interesting is they kept using the terminology of pulling threads, And Satan is going around with his minions weaving this web of destruction. Hmm. But then the angelic realm under God's command comes through from time to time and will pull out a thread. Mm -hmm. And it all collapses, right? But it works both ways. So you see where Satan has been weaving this web and it's like things are connecting. 
and falling perfectly into place for the ultimate web, which is the the time of tribulation, right? The seven-year tribulation, the new world order, all of these things that are to come that we see coming into place today. But you look at how he pulled the family apart. He pulled women into the workforce. We saw marriages going down, kids not being raised. You know, we start seeing all of these things. And so we start looking at all of these little pieces that have come together, even in our lifetime. So even in the past 30 years, the little pieces that have come together of pulling people apart having things go online, having, you know what I mean? And like this advancement in technology and we were so excited about it and look how efficient we can be and we can do all of this stuff. And then all of a sudden the world crumbles and falls apart with this major, you know, worldwide pandemic that they've got everybody freaked out about. And look at how things are falling apart. Suicides are up, depression, anxiety. I mean, the things that are coming apart in the church, which Satan's been weaving this, you know, apostasy and and heresy and all of this stuff within for years now and years and years and years to see that as everything is falling apart, the church isn't there to be the backbone. The church isn't there. Christians aren't disciplined, right? We have lost all self-discipline. It was funny. I had the conversation with our son this morning. He said, mom, why, if you know that it's going to cost so much more to take out a loan for whatever it is, why do people still do that? And I kind of chuckled and I was like, (laughs) and he was like, he was like, I don't get it. And I said, well, if you need a phone today, because we're talking about, you know, with phones, how most people pay, like now it's, you know, you pay $30 per month to get this really expensive phone or whatever it is. And he goes, well, why not just a not have a phone until you can afford and pay flat out what the cost of the phone is that you want, or B, get a cheaper phone that you can't afford. You know what I mean? But I was like, Travis, like, this is so mind breaking that you're bringing this up because they're mind blowing, not breaking. I guess it could break your mind too, but whatever. Um, but so groundbreaking, I guess is what I was thinking. But I'm like, the, the thing is, though, that we have been so conditioned to what? You mean wait? You mean go without or have to pick a crappier, lower grade, whatever it is, versus getting what I want right now? Like to us Western Americans, like that is so crazy. You know what I mean? Like in everything now has that afterpay on it where you just have to pay like a a portion of whatever, you know, Hey, instead of having to pay this upfront right now, you can just pay this much for this many weeks or whatever. And so we were talking about mortgages and breaking all these different things down and stuff like that. And it's just like that idea. You can see where Satan has been weaving all of this stuff into our culture, into our society, into our norm. So that when you challenge any of this, it's like, Whoa, wait a minute. What? what are you talking about? What does that mean? Like that's so foreign to us now, but I really think that all of these things do come together to create a bigger picture. Sure. Sure. They do. Absolutely. And And we see it in our society. You see it in how we've all broken off and you see it, but you see it, how we have no self-discipline now. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, so churches moved on already. Church attendance is down across the board everywhere, right? Except for in the persecuted countries, but everywhere in non-persecuted countries, church attendance uh, is down. And not that attending church means anything, but you kind of can gauge a little bit about the heart. Like, where is your priority in the Lord based off of your going to meet with your brothers and sisters in Christ to be discipled and things of that nature? Already things are down all over the place. Then this happens, so everybody goes home. So it's like already... Most professing Christians do not take time every single day without fail to be in God's word, to be studying, to be learning, to be discerning, to be searching, you know, and doing all of that. Like already that doesn't happen. So no, then we all shut they churches do is down. Sermons from the, well, the then we shut all of that, that down. And it's like, okay, I know you don't have enough self-discipline to be in your word every day anyways, So now that everything's shut down and there's nowhere for you to even go to like somewhat try to get it together, it's like, I I know you're not taking the initiative to be on it in your own. We know that. I mean, we're an online church and we have to battle this all the time. Is people love it. It's so hard because people want the Lord. They want these things. They see the brokenness of the world, right? We see, I mean, look at, you know, this whole thing start off with talking about like the George Floyd thing. I mean, you see the brokenness of the world, but it's like, okay, what are you doing with your walk? 
with the Lord. What are you doing? Well, you know what I mean? And that's where it all goes back to. It's like, guys, if we're not going to be serious and take this seriously and live it out, then what are you doing? Right. Exactly. No, I mean, that's 100% true. Um, and and people don't want to do that. I mean, it's just, it's it's amazing how when when times get hard, how quick we are to give up. Yeah. And, and, and again, and, and until these problems, like if what happened to George Floyd, George Floyd was your husband, your brother, your son, your father, whatever, you'd be singing a much different tune. But if it doesn't directly affect you, we've been so desensitized to stuff and so quick to give up and be like, ah, that sucks. Like all the stuff coming out now, I mean, the stuff it's crazy right now with the child trafficking that everybody's like finally starting to speak up on. But it's like, you guys... But sharing that, Facebook posts doesn't save a child. No, and that's what I said. And I mean, that's building that's building a culture. Yeah. And it's it it's you get to the point of acceptance once you build this into mainstream society. Yep. And you drag it's out all, all of, of the ugly, plan. disgusting thing at first, right? And then how does it become acceptable? Yep. I mean, it was you know. I mean, it's, transgenderism it's just, was that of the past decades, right? Where it exactly. was just I mean, like right? it was awful. just this horrible joke that everybody, you know, they, it was, you know, a disgrace. And now it's something that you can't talk against because yeah. you're hateful if you do. And, and then, and even people who don't agree with it, it becomes one of those, well, it doesn't directly affect me, so I just step away from it. And the point is, is just not seeing the world for what it is. Yeah. People get, Christians get so lost in this and they don't understand that this is the world system. And yes, it is broken. You live in it and you're getting involved in it. And there's, there's things that are right and there are things that are wrong. You know, I mean, that's, but you're not having the right type of discernment through this. And it's just very concerning. Um, and especially now coming up with the election. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm really not sure for the first time in a while what's going to happen. I have a feeling that again today, which is Friday, the last thing that I read that they had no agreement on any form of economic relief for the country. Again, they said that they were moving forward in talks yesterday, the day before. But they said days ago and that we will have an answer by yeah, Friday. Yeah, by Friday. And then Pelosi comes out and says, nah, it's not looking it good. Look like it's it. looking pretty grim. And so it's like that is going to kill Trump if he does not step in and do something that he doesn't have the power to do, but it doesn't matter for him. He just does anything that he wants anyway. <laughs> but if he, he tries if he to do things that we're like, you can't do this that. This could tank his election. Yeah. I really like what happens here in this response to this is, is tanking it. And if Biden wins, not that you are saying this to say that you love Trump and you, Christians only stand all. a chance if Trump gets reelected. Absolutely. Isn't it also kind of a weird spot that we're in that it's like, you better do what we want or you're not going to, I mean, and that's, and that's if you even believe that we have a say in what goes on in all of that, because I'm not convinced we do. And if Biden comes in, all Biden is, is I was just saying, I just saw a thing. Someone, Jerogan said something about um, Biden being the weekend at Bernie's puppet master, but that's true. Yeah. That's all he's going to be. Yeah. You have no idea on the left how many things you're going to be able to get past with a man that has dementia. Yeah. That doesn't know that it's just a liberal puppet now. Like, that's... I feel bad for him. I do, too, but, like, he's, like, okay with it, I'm sure, because he's, like, anything to take down Trump. So, you know, he's, like, I don't care. <laughs> Use me. Um. I mean, I feel bad on the like the human level for that. I mean, for this whole thing sucks. But, but anyway, I mean, but Trump thinks now he's going to win because he says he's got God on his side and Biden doesn't. And I'm like, okay, well, let's see how how that plays out. Um. I think it, it might play out the other way if nothing happens with this economic relief package. 
it, it's this seriously might I think might tank him with how close the elections are. Well, yeah, because everybody's gonna be all riled up and mad, and we're supposed to be voting in a matter of weeks. You and know what I mean? And if they can keep Biden quiet enough, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they could give him like an earpiece for if they do the <laughs> debates. So like they just tell him what to say. Isn't that crazy though to think that we could not have debates? It, it's mail like the voting thing. <laughs> like, like this whole how, like our how will bad is... lip reading get all of their content if there's no <laughs> debates to be had? Like. <laughs> What's gonna happen? Our country is upside down right now Babylon in a way that it has never, ever, ever been. And foundational principles of things that we found this country on now are being postponed. That are and being nobody moved, that cares. Being... No, isn't that what's so trippy? It is. It's, it's like a trip that people care. are watching this and they don't understand the weight of this. Yeah. they don't understand. They're like, oh man, that sucks. What this is doing, and that there's no way to explain to them. I've learned that. I mean, other, yeah, than, just, just like, okay. other than just mindlessly just wasting hours worth of breath talking into this microphone, there's <laughs> there's really no, nobody cares. Um, well, but look at that seed also that was that was planted in all of that. So most people don't even truly understand what their constitutional rights are. So then when stuff is being taken away, yeah, they're they like, what do you mean? Whatever. Yeah, still the fact that the government making you able to wear something, mm-hmm. that is... Brandon, it's for your safety. When will you get it through your head? <laughs> another thing is, is people are so sure on both... The, the science is inconclusive on, on, <laughs> on both sides. They're really not sure. It, it's debated on both sides. It's It shows that... Okay, this might be a little bit of a benefit to do some things, but on the other side of it, there's a lot more bad. But then there's some good. So it's like, but the, it, it's it's inconclusive science. We have not had enough to be able to fully say. But everybody who's a Facebook expert or an internet expert does no, or they're they're that has their sister that's in the medical field. That's the famous one. <clears throat> knows. And like you said the other day to somebody, you're like, look, you're just going to believe what you want to believe. It doesn't matter what I say to you. Yeah, there's really no point I think to some people this. will. some people are interested in and in will look at common sense and start asking questions. But then other people just want to choose a side and just continue on being worldly and, and getting in these worldly arguments. Oh, absolutely. But... Like you said, I mean, going back to the rights that we have, I mean, that's really foundational for a lot of us American Christians, and we don't even know it because we built our our faith is built off of our environment, right? So we we you know what whatever we're up in this country, that's not necessarily a good thing, right? Because we've had all these for you, we didn't have much persecution and all these types of things like this, so. You don't even, you're at a disadvantage before you, before you even start, you don't know it. And unless the Lord reveals it to you, unless you, you know, come to him in humility, you're never going to see that. You're just going to continue on being this, this puppet for the, the world, but it's, it's, sad to see like you you know we were talking about earlier it's just sad to see the the who's who of of what that is on social media it's a good t- it's a good judge of character i think for a whole world it's i don't know it, yeah i mean i know we keep going around it but it's like i don't know i know i went back I to know. it how much longer this is going to go where all you know we're at but you just watch these things happen and it's like man we are we're falling into some funny stuff these days, guys. And if you're not being alert and discerning to these things, like that's a real, real serious issue. I mean, this is a this is a really big deal that we don't have time to just sit around and not be alert to. Yeah. And please everybody understand that all sides are considered in this. Yeah. We're absolutely. trying to come from a biblical perspective understand and not get and and although there is opinions and things said on this podcast 
I mean, in reality, I mean, we are to love one another and, and treat one another with gentleness, love, and respect. And, and that's just how we need to conduct ourselves. Always in everything that we do. There's no, you know, but at what point are we going to take it seriously? And we'll know that we're taking it seriously because our lives will be a reflection of it. You know what I mean? This is why I took it seriously. Well, not really because your life doesn't look any different. Yeah. So you couldn't have, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could, it would, it would, it would, it would change 360 degree and completely turn around. So. Anything else you wanted no, to I think that's it. touch on here today? No, I think that's it. I think that's all that was that was in my head. Well, thank, thank you. you guys for hanging out and joining us. Of course, um, Brandon streams Bible services every weekend. Uh, him and his associate pastor, Travis, they stream Bible services. So you guys can come over. If you go to APHomeChurch.com, you can find all the details for all of that. But otherwise... Uh, I think it's worthwhile to keep having the conversation and, you know, at least yeah, I know this it is a, uh, a controversial topic. I know, um, I know a lot of people disagree with it, but here we are. Here we are. 